0: Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor. We're going to talk about Star Trek Season 1 Episode 4, it's called The Naked Time. Full spoilers for the episode as always. So, I, I vaguely remember you saying something along the lines of, you remember this one being the first one that you really liked. Is yeah.
1: that
0: is that held up on a, a repeat viewing?
1: It has. It's the first one I feel like this is this is a proper, like, you know, this is a a real effort at storytelling rather than let's have some fun, which the first few, for the most part, are. Okay, okay. Why is that? Why? why... Uh, I feel like it's the first one that brings in uh, resolution and payoff to do with things that have been mentioned before. You know, obviously we have Mm -hmm. the the stuff with Spock's emotions. Uh, It's the first one that doesn't treat anything at all like it's anything goofy it, you know, it, sometimes even back then it was treated like it wasn't entirely serious whereas yeah. this plays everything completely straight and it, I think it really goes with it
0: so the plot of this one is the, the enterprise goes to a planet where in Spock and uh, we'll call it his, his name's Joe but I mean because <laughs> uh, he's, an,
1: he's an average Joe
0: guest star number 23, I guess. <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Uh But he booms down with Joe, who's another science officer, and the planet's like frozen over. Whoever was there has like turned off all the stuff to, to keep it warm and whatever, and I'm not sure why this has happened. They're, they're all still in weird, really weird positions, like someone's taking a shower with their clothes on, someone's in the middle of something else, and they're all frozen. And the, the previous episode is that there's a disease, which I'm going to call Red Kryptonite Disease, because it has the same effects on them as red kryptonite has on Superman, which is to say, it takes away their inhibitions and they kind of just act on whatever Raw or, emotion, yeah, whatever want or need they want uh, to a to a dangerous degree, where they'll yeah. just think of it. You know, if if they just wanted to, say, say they see a pretty girl and they they want to kiss her, they'll just run up and do it with absolutely no consideration because yeah. their inhibitions are gone. Anything that says no, no, you shouldn't do that, that's inappropriate or whatever, all gone. And so Joe has the disease when he comes back up in the ship, and it spreads to Sulu. And Sulu, uh, this is the famous fencing scene, of course, when he starts running through the hallways with his his his, uh, his sword and he's saying ridiculous things and pointing it at people, and you know he points it in Kirk's face at one point. It's it's a whole lot of fun. There's
1: there's one where he's like, "Ah, oh, this soul tastes your blood, or or you'll have mine." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So. Uh,
1: as much as just what you said is all true, it does have those goofy moments, in the, and just in that sense... Where it, it has, but it works because it's people's thoughts yeah. rather than the actual science fiction elements of it.
0: So meanwhile, the, the disease is spreading on the ship. uh, McCoy, uh McCoy is trying to figure out what's going on. He's trying to figure out what, that, what it is. At the same time, this planet... The reason why they were here was to get the, the, the crew of the station that's on the planet off, because the planet's... I don't know if I said it was dying, but it's like it's yeah, yeah it's dying. Yeah, it's and the gravitational force of the planet because the planet's shrinking before it explodes is pulling them in, pulling the ship in. So they have to get their ship kick started again to leave in time, or they'll get sucked into the planet and the yeah because one problem.
1: of the guys uh who's been affected yeah. by the the thing shuts down the engines
0: yeah yeah and they they lock them out of the engine rooms and scotty's trying to get in and they're having these meetings and whatnot and they'll try to get into the engines again so they can and they know there's only x amount of minutes that they have until they can get out but when they go in, when they eventually get in like halfway through the episode they break in and you know they, they knock out joe which by the way joe and there keeps sighing over the comms he keeps singing a song and he's the, really
1: annoyed that people keep interrupting him
0: yeah but the funniest moment of this episode for me is probably after he's finished the song, he talks for a bit again and he says, Now I'm going to sing about Christine again. And he starts singing the song again about the woman. And Kirk just goes, Oh God, not again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it really cracked me up. It was like <laughs> just such a funny, funny moment. It was. Um, but yeah, so even when they get in, like Scott's like, Scott, Scottie's like, But it takes like 30 minutes to rev the engines back up. We don't have the. T- I can't beat physics. I can't just. Yeah. I can't do it. It's impossible. I can't date Captain. Is basically the the gist of his his jib. Um, And this leads to some fun Star Trek-y stuff because they they, they come up with this thing. Oh, that's causing implosion inside the 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 reactor. Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's basically. that oh, we've got the antimatter that yeah. we're that we're powered on. It's usually warm, but we need it cold. It's cold at yeah. the minute. So what can we do? Yeah, which will blow blow up. And no, let's do
0: a controlled version where we implode it inside the the engines or the the reactor or whatever and they say it's dangerous but it works at the end of course they don't know if it's going to work and it does work but the effect that it has at the end of the episode is that it sends them back three days in time it basically takes them back to before they got to the planet yeah and this is actually really interesting because i don't i don't think you would assume that star trek sets up this kind of stuff in this really smart way but you know like it's Spock explains it to Kirk. He's like, "Well, we went back three days in time, and the and it's like, oh, this is this is we can do this now. Like, this is a possibility. This could, this could be really dangerous. Who knows what implications this could have?" And Kirk's like, "Well, one day we may risk it." If if the, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I can't name future stories off the top of my head, but I'm sure this comes up. I'm sure they use this to go back in time.
1: Yeah, I mean, we there's plenty of time travel stories yeah. in Star Trek.
0: Possi- uh, certainly Star Trek 4, the movie definitely has time travel involved. I can't remember if this is how they do it. It's been a while since I've watched the movie. Oh, there's there's episodes
1: of this with time travel. Oh, well, I'm sure there is, but like I, I I've right. seen the movies more than I have the show, so uh, I, I don't. I, I can think of a couple of specific episodes that yeah, have okay. it, but I remember the
0: movie, and I'm just thinking, oh, this is actually really neat. They've they've set this up. They've put it out there. Okay, we can kind of achieve this if we really want to try. Yeah. And it's there. It's just there now for
1: the future. Yeah, I really like it because that whole time where they don't, you know, they don't know if it's going to work or not, and it plays it very seriously and very straight, and it's like a, a tense moment where they're, they're staring at what's going on and and hoping for the best. It, it,
0: I actually really like the, the discover they can do a bit of time travel
1: by accident. Yeah, it wasn't intentional.
0: Yeah, it's it's like a. Because that's, that's an that's an thing. it's one of the things that yeah, the time travel movie Primer uh, mentions is that. A lot of inventions weren't actually the intended invention. They were yeah. discovered by accident because they were trying to do something else, and a byproduct of what they were trying to do was like, "Oh, I've I've created penicillin. Oh, this might be useful. Well, you know, that that kind of thing." And so, I, it feels very realistic almost, even even though most of it's just gobbledygook. Someone's written down some sciencey words, and
1: but it's because they play it straight. Yeah,
0: but because they play it that way, it it feels a lot more realistic, and that's it's kind of cool. It uh, is. But to go back at the, the main bulk of the episode, it is a very character-focused episode where we... I think the highlight is Spock when he gets affected by the disease and his human side, his emotions start to take over. And we we, we hear a lot of things. He talks about how he can never tell his mother that he, he loved her because that just isn't a Vulcan thing. You don't have those yeah. feelings to say it. And he mentions that he feels ashamed when he feels friendship for Kirk. Yeah, Which is actually quite a big character growth. Cause,
1: it is. And then he breaks down and cries.
0: Yeah. So, a lot of A lot of character stuff in this episode. And even Kirk, when he gets infected towards the end and he's trying to fight it off. Which, by the way, I loved it when uh, he walks out of the bridge and McCoy just rips his shirt down and stabs him with the the injector. I'm like, you could have just rolled up his sleeve. It would have been not that much longer. It's not (laughs) like you saved that
1: much time by ripping it. (laughs) Any excuse to have those abs out. (laughs) Abs? It was just arm. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. In general. They'll take any excuse just to show it off. Him off, in general.
0: Okay, right. So...
1: You know what the abs are, though, right? I do. Okay. just... just... I'm grouping everything together.
0: I'm just checking. Look, (laughs) I said some stupid stuff during the Supergirl review this week. I'm just... You did. If if you're going to say something stupid, I'm calling you out for it. (laughs) That would be fair. I was just generalising. So, yeah. So Even Kirk, though, the, the way he he starts talking about the shit of the enterprise like, oh, I don't know why they call it she, and you get this sense that he's, he's kind of lonely, like, sure, he's a good captain, he, he's good at his job, and he, he seems to like his job, but there is something missing, he's he's given up this normal married lifestyle perhaps, or just yeah. an acquaintance, I guess, is to boil it down to something simpler, and there's that moment at the end, just where before things have, like, solved, and the cats are running around to know them, where he, he looks over at Janice, and he, he, he sort of remembers something that he said earlier on, and She's like, oh, what did you say? He's like, oh, it's nothing. And he's just he has this little moment, this little bit of reflection where he's learned a little bit about his own character because his true feelings kind of came up.
1: That's the thing that is really good about this episode. It's not just brushed over. These things that, sure, they're, they're often played as goofy at the time because they're played to ridiculous levels, but they actually have meaning for each one of them.
0: Uh, I think Kirk and Spock especially, both of those... Yeah. I think especially Spock, obviously Spock's like, growing humanity and his friendship with Kirk and McCoy and that relationship is the core of the Star Trek and it's something that's there throughout the, the whole series and the movies and then when you think it's lost later on you, you really care that he might not have those feelings anymore and, and to a lesser extent Kirk as well with the his longing for not being alone and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean it plays in together nicely though whereas movie thinks he was ashamed of, of having these feelings of friendship. Kirk's realising that he needs the friendship.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, solid episode. Did a, did a yeah, lot I, for I the, really like it a lot. Did a lot for the characters, uh, certainly. Uh, arguably Sulu's stuff was just fun. <laughs> <But laughs> okay, oh, yeah, sure. Small point, I really like that when they're in the, the rec room again, that we see the 3D chess in the background, but they're now playing 3D checkers in front of it. Like they're, they're on a checkers board that's got levels. Yeah, I like there's a simplified version for people who just quite aren't just, into chess. Just for the morons,
1: yeah.
0: That's a bit. Sometimes you just want a simpler game. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, Maybe if you can't play chess.
0: No, this is bollocks. Connor, sometimes you, you have... A bevy of video games that you play that are complicated RPGs and whatever else, or strategy games, sometimes you just want to shoot something in the face. That is checkers to chess. Complex strategy, simple, instant fulfilment.
1: I, I, I'm not even going to argue. I, I just... Because you know you're wrong. I, you know I'm, I'm not right. wrong. No, I'm not. Well, no. I'm right. No. To, to go back to how we, what we spoke about in the, the last episode, where we liked the, the mystery and stuff, mm. I like this actually plays at the mystery as well. Like, What is it? It, it can't be just a, an infection because we decontaminated it, dumb. how's it spreading? What What's actually going on? Yeah. It still plays with that throughout this time.
0: Do you know what I like as well? Is I was a little bit worried, maybe not so much this time, but the first time I watched it, that it was starting to feel a bit formulaic in the sense that it tended to always be someone on the ship either was infected by something, or came onto the ship already as something and yeah. they were the focus whereas this spread this was a virus so everyone yeah like multiple characters including main characters started to act up you know because for for a part of the episode you might think oh it's just going to be Joe this whole episode acting wacky and that's almost too similar to Charlie X or it's too similar to even uh, where No Man Has Gone Before where it's just the one in that case two characters but same kind of thing yeah but that spread out and it was different people. It is,
1: and it, obviously it was very clear quite early on that it was going to be spreading. I think it, it doesn't wait too long before that it allays those fears that that's what it'll be.
0: Like maybe quarter into the episode, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah which is acceptable.
0: Something in like that range. Uh, but yeah, uh, solid episode. Solid episode of Star Trek, and... I think we're getting into the meat of it now, so we, of course, will be back with episode five. The re- this will be the regular time for this on a weekly basis. That said, though, this is exactly the sort of thing that we might do extras of because if we can, if there's like a downtime in the schedule, but now that we're back into most of the network TV being back during the week, it'll probably stick to schedule for the most part for the next little while.
1: Yeah, it'll be when we decide we're bored and that we realise. Shit, there's a lot of Star Trek to work through. Maybe we should chip away a bit more. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, that that is uh, episode four of Star Trek. So, uh, we have. I have no idea. It's probably something like 500 episodes when you add all the.
1: Too many, maybe. All the shows. But together. here we are.
0: Yeah, here we are. Four into like 500. I'm going to find out what the total is. Like If you add it up next gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise with this, like how many does that come out to? Someone will have that number for me. And I'll, just so I know, each week, like, this is five out of whatever the number is. So, yeah, I'll find that out before next time. But, yeah, thanks very much for watching, guys. Let us know what you think of the Naked Time in the comments below. Like, and subscribe, and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge. You can get our individual Twitters on the screen. You can email us at mailedfuzz at gmail dot com. And that's everything I have to say. Of course, check out all the other shows we review, because me and Connor do a lot of them. But uh, thanks very much for watching, guys, and we will see you next time.